Walmart is doing something so amazing that I am going to use this podcast to shout from the rooftops about how cool it is. I also have some Christmas cheer that I'm going to be spreading around. And uh, Jeff and I were in the AJC uh, yesterday and people hate us. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that yesterday when Ellie was on the podcast, I got to drive her to school. Normally, I don't get to drive her to school on Wednesdays, but I got to drive her to school yesterday, and I got to play her podcast for her, and I got to watch her face in the mirror while she listened to herself, and it was the cutest thing ever. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that we got a really cool aha confidence moment with a new client of ours yesterday. It was so cool. Jeff and I talked about earlier in the week what brings us joy at work, like what makes us happy. And it's when we watch someone that's not totally confident about podcasting become a confident podcaster. And we had our first meeting with a new podcast, our 18th podcast that we're going to be launching. And in the middle of the meeting, I saw the light bulb go on. And it was on her face and she got really excited and was like, okay, I can actually do this. Right. And seeing her confidence when we left that meeting, it was it was so cool. It made my whole day. Okay. Walmart is doing have you seen Did I did I just did I did I just lose my hearing for one second or did your did you have a gap in your speaking? I had a gap. Okay. I had a I had a hiccup. I found out this week that the baby um is is breech, which means her head is like right in between my ribs. And I just like, it's so hard to eat. It's so hard to breathe. Um, so sometimes I just have to like take a quick second, but I was okay. hoping no one would notice, but. You well, know. I didn't know. <laughs> I The only reason I was asking is because we had some, we're, we're recording this at home and we got our new equipment that their warranty, I had to send equipment back and it returned. And I, I thought maybe it shorted out for oh, no. a second. The but, only thing shorting out is me. Yeah. Did you see the press that Walmart is getting this week on what they're doing that's really, really cool? I did not see that. Okay. So I guess earlier this year, well, the the story is, is that Walmart is launching sensory, um, sensory-friendly hours at all of their locations from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., so when you go in there, like the TVs won't be blaring from 8 to 10 a.m. It's going to be a much less, um, you know, they're going to turn off the radio. They're lowering the lights a little bit. And I think that's so cool and really smart. It's so inclusive, but I don't know. I guess every bit helps, right? So if they don't right. turn the TVs on, if they keep the lights a little lower, if they maybe they don't use the PA, you know, yeah. don't use the overhead announcements or whatever during that time. I guess every little bit helps. But Walmart, just by essence of what it is, is chaos. It's so overwhelming, yeah. It's chaotic. I, I, I can't imagine that it will ever be a peaceful place. Well, they did. Um, I think that if you're a parent of kids with special needs or maybe you have autism and you're like just on sensory overload, you can't even go there. Like maybe that's why you do... 
pickup and stuff like that. Um, it's really, it's helpful. It's a step in the right direction. Right. And they launched a pilot program for this and they were testing it in stores on Saturday mornings only. And it went so well and the response was incredible. So they're like, we're just going to do this. We're not going to put an end date to it. We're going to say it's every day from 8 to 10 a.m. in in all of our stores in the U.S. and Puerto Rico. And we're going to make this a place where people, you know, who were the input, you know, is an issue, they can show up and call you know, shop more comfortably uh, as, why am I saying this is so hard? Uh, the Walmart's taking care of what they can take care of. So you can't control other right. people or if someone's in there causing chaos or whatever. But when you walk in the store, just know that they've reduced the noise. They've reduced they're all that. They're taking steps to make it a calmer environment. Yes, they are. And I think that's cool. And you know, I texted one of my girlfriends who is intertwined with Party City. And I was like, Party City should do this next Halloween. Oh, yeah. And have scary free zones. Yeah. Just have like how we were saying, like the popping, you know, like popping out of things. The strobe, doesn't happen. The stro- little haunted strobe light exhibits, all of that the can be turned off. The scary noises, turn them yes. off for the first hour of every day. Yes. For every day in October. Or every Saturday until noon. Yes. And that because would be a great way to include people that normally wouldn't go in the store. Yes. Brilliant. I know. I thought it was super awesome. I have two things that I want to share about OnlyFans, which I know is off brand for us. Okay. But you you said you wanted to talk about this and you didn't say why. And I just trust you enough to think that it's appropriate content. But yes, let's talk about OnlyFans, Jeff Deller. What's what's on your mind? If you don't know what OnlyFans is, I think I don't know if it existed before the pandemic, but that's when it gained notoriety. Mm-hmm. Was when everybody was stuck at home. It's a subscription website. And it's predominantly, or at least it's known for, adult content. Mm-hmm. So if there is a a, a person, and it, it's this, it's not men or women or whatever. If there is somebody that you follow, right, that you are a fan of or whatever, and they have an OnlyFans account, you pay X number of dollars a month, and you get access to premium content. Premium content from mm-hmm. them. Okay. So I have two things that I just want to address about OnlyFans. One. Do you subscribe to anyone on there? No. Oh, I don't know. With, that's just said, number one, you would know because you see the bills. That's true. No, that's I number one. see the bills. Number one. And number two, don't you think it's, wouldn't, isn't it inappropriate for a person in a married relationship to to have a subscription like that, that the spouse doesn't know about? I mean, I don't think, I think in our relationship, it would be weird, but I think, um, and the only reason that I would judge you for it is because we're trying to save for a house. So I'd be like, really, do you need to pay this $15 a month? Like, cause we cut off our TV, but sure, go ahead. Have an OnlyFans That's the only reason you, I would be, I would have so many concerns if you were subscribed. Oh, really? To, yes. I don't believe you actually. Oh, really? I would think it was weird that you didn't mention it, but whatever you do in your, your own time, mm. I mean- as long as it's not okay. Well, that's not a two way thing. Okay. Well, I don't have an account either. Okay. I don't have. A, I don't pay for any. Okay. So, so here, here's my, here's my two OnlyFans stories. Number one, apparently, Charlie Sheen and Denise Richards have a 
kid together, a daughter. <gasps> yes. And Sammy Sheen. What's her name? Sammy. Okay. S-A-M-I. Sammy. And she, Sammy, when she became of legal age, started an OnlyFans account mm-hmm. to which, of course, her dad, Charlie Sheen, disapproved. Yeah. Okay. Because And I don't know if she's doing, you know, naked stuff or if she's doing bikini stuff or she's doing whatever. But as I think most dads would, she is selling herself physically for profit. Yes. Well, in the past year, so I think she started doing this a year ago. Mm-hmm. In the in the past year, she has purchased both a house and a Mercedes for cash. Mm-hmm. Her dad no longer disapproves. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. Because on one hand, that's like good for, I guess, good for her. She made her own money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? But I, so you have, as a dad, right, isn't part of you proud of her? Because there has got to be a marketing aspect. I, maybe not with her because she's Denise Richards and Charlie Sheen's daughter, daughter right? Yeah. So, but there's well, got- We have to be somewhat smart about it to make that kind of money. Right? So so that's the OnlyFans story number one. Can, the, can I say something to yes. add to that story that yes. I think you probably don't don't know about or you would have mentioned it? I am 99% sure that I read that her mom does content with her. That's weird. Okay, so that's number one. And number two is there is a teacher. Now, this is just a commentary on America. There is a teacher who resigned a couple months ago because she started an OnlyFans account and Mm -hmm. it got discovered, so she quit. Because obviously that's inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Well, and she's probably making way more money online than she is teaching. Her salary as a teacher was $42,000 a year. Uh, Since this story broke and people, you know, knew who she, and she rebranded herself like as a hot teacher type thing, she's made $1 million. Mm -hmm. $1 million. In six months that I think they said she would have to teach for 26 years mm-hmm. to make the same amount of money that she's had she's made in 6 months. Now I'm not saying teachers while they certainly all deserve 1 million dollars a year, we don't have to make pay teachers that much money. But shame on us for not keeping good teachers that we have that they have to find part-time work regardless of what it is. I don't care what it is. If you're a teacher and you have to you know, like these should be people in our country that we take care of. Teachers is one of them. Veterans is one of them. Um, but here, here's my question. I don't. I have no idea what grade she taught, but there are high school students in that community who know yeah. who know the story. Yeah, I actually think she taught really young kids. Okay, so it, she, so she probably probably non issue, yeah. non issue as far as having a personal relationship. But if you're in that community and this story comes out. How do you have a talk with your kid about going into a very honorable profession mm-hmm. of any sort when you could make 25 times the money yeah. in half the year? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the that that's the all no moral judgment. You do you. I don't yeah. I am very much of that. If you if you if that's what you want to do, you do you. And if you can find people to pay you to do you, then you do you and get paid for it, right? I'm 
no moral judgment. However, it's a it provides for an interesting conversation that parents have to have with their kids. If you have a daughter who is talking about going off to school to become a teacher and she comes to you and says, instead of doing this, why don't I just spend two years doing OnlyFans and mm-hmm. make enough money for the rest of my life? Yeah. How do you, what's your, what's your argument? I don't know that I have one, but you're going to have to start thinking about this because depending on how much uh, money we can get for our down payment, save for our down payment for our house, I might be, you know, selling my toenails on OnlyFans or something. People like pay that. for it. Sell your feet. If somebody gives you 10 bucks for your feet, get, take the 10 bucks. <laughs> Put it in the bank. Thanks for funding our house. We'll yeah. have to explain that to Ellie someday. She'll never know. She doesn't need to know. Christmas joy. That's what I want to spread. I, had I, came, mentioned- I came in the living room the other day and Ellie and Callie were watching The Grinch. We absolutely were watching The Grinch. And by the way, the... This is something I learned as a first-time parent because I hadn't watched The Grinch in a while. The old Grinch, the very old one, is kind of freaky. It's kind of scary. The cartoon's pretty old. I don't know. The um, Jim Carrey version, really creepy, in my opinion. I like the Jim Carrey version, but I'm also a big Jim Carrey fan. Yeah. So I don't find it as bizarre as you do, but I know you're not alone in that. One of my girlfriends said, no, 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 you're watching the wrong version. The best version ever is the Pharrell version where Pharrell's narrating. 1,000% agree. So we watched that, you know, we kicked it off this week and then we'll be watching it 5 million times during the Christmas Did you pick that or did she pick it? Oh, I picked it because she, I had picked, I thought we could dabble in in Paw Patrol. Uh, So I turned that on and it was the most chaotic 10 yeah. minutes of my life that I was like, if this is raising my blood pressure, like I'm, I, it's probably going to cause some sort of underlying anxiety for Ellie. So I turned it off and we watched The Grinch because it's awesome. Um, um, speaking, speaking of Pharrell, did you see all the crap that he's getting because, you know, he's like the style director or something for Louis Vuitton. Okay. And his first project is a $1 million man purse. I don't even know if it's a man purse. He was carrying it. I think it's just a bag that oh. men or women could carry, but it's called the million dollar bag and it costs $1 million. He is going to have to do a lot more than that to get me to not like him. I love Pharrell. I think he's, yeah. Pharrell and like Justin Timberlake, I just, I just, well, I guess I shouldn't say anything about Justin right now because we're hating him. Everyone's hating him right now. Okay, I mentioned that I was bummed out that SiriusXM has not told us when their Christmas music comes out. But never fear, friends. I have good news. It's here. It is here. X SiriusXM has launched their Christmas stations. Now, they have like half a dozen that you can listen to in your car. If you have an app, there's access to different ones. But they also added two new channels this year. And... Jeff, I am interested to get your opinion on one of them. One of them, which I think people are going to love, is the Trans-Siberian Orchestra Radio. My sister loves the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, so. I'm, I am good for one or two songs, and then. It's just, too much. Just like you said with Paw Patrol, too much. there's too much going on. Yeah. Um, and then here's the one, the new addition to the SiriusXM Christmas lineup that I would love your thoughts on. It is Sleep Christmas. And the description is drift off to meditative versions of classic Christmas melodies and stay well-rested throughout the holidays with sleep 
Christmas? Uh, if that's your thing, go for it. For me, I think it would cause my brain to start thinking about the other versions of the songs, and then I would try to rank them, which one I like the most, which, you know what I mean? I think so too, but I want to go listen to see what it sounds like. Because um, maybe if you're about to walk into like a really intense meeting or something you don't want to do, maybe that's the key. Maybe you turn on Sleep Christmas. I would have called it maybe Zen Christmas. You know who needs you to listen? Zen out before your meeting. You know who needs to listen to that? Who? Retail workers on their way yes. to the mall. Yes. This holiday season. Mm -hmm. Or anyone working in customer service. Do it. Let us know how it works. As the busy humans that we are, we are always trying to trying to find a way to make our lives easier. And that's what Keepsake has done for us. We love partnering with these guys as an advertiser because their idea is so simple and it's really brilliant. So you go to keepsake.com slash upside. That's Q-E-E-P-S-A-K-E dot -E -E com slash upside upside and you can try it free, I think for like seven days or something like that. And I have set it up to ask me questions about my pregnancy so I can keep it like journal it. And once a day I get a text from them with a prompt asking me a different question every single day. And I can respond with like a one sentence answer, a paragraph answer, a photo, anything like that. And um, it'll keep it for me, and then you can turn it into a book after. So it does all of the hard work for you. Here are some of the prompts that I've gotten lately. What is the oddest pregnancy advice anyone has ever given you? Is there anything you're feeling nervous about? When Baby Dollar arrives, what songs do you imagine that you will sing to her? And um, what was your favorite book as a kid? That's Those are the prompts that I've gotten for the past week. And these are really cool questions because they're not something I would have ever thought about, but I think they'll be funny to look back on someday so um, baby girl can look and say, oh my gosh, my mom got the weirdest pregnancy advice and, and have a laugh. And we can share those memories together when we put it all together in a book. Keepsake. We text you questions. You text us the memories you want to hold tight. Get 20% off your annual subscription with the code UPSIDE at keepsake.com slash UPSIDE. That's Q-E-E-P-S-A-K-E dot -E -E com slash UPSIDE. We are moving this week's traumatic cookbook reading to tomorrow. But don't worry. As promised, Jeff Dollar will be giving us a dramatic cookbook reading once a week. Because you I, love it. I did not, I was not paying attention to the fact that we've done this every Thursday for the past three or four weeks. Yeah. And so Callie said, it's Thursday, you got to do dramatic cookbook reading. And I hadn't found one yet and didn't have time. So That's I not a segment that could be halfway done. Right. But yeah. I, ju I just did not realize, I just wasn't paying attention and realizing that it was a reoccurring Thursday theme. Yes. So to, this week's will be tomorrow, but out for going forward. So I'm looking at Facebook yesterday and I see that the AJC has posted a link to a story they've written about Callie and I. And it said that we have announced baby number two coming and it's going to be a girl. So that was the story. Mm -hmm. And I immediately said to Callie, I can't wait for the comments. Now, here's why Jeff said that. For, I'm assuming, almost your entire radio career, people and definitely like online journalism since people have been able to leave comments they leave nasty comments on news articles like most news outlets are like this right people just do it jeff has had the same comments under his articles it's for not, at least 15 years but it's not just me 
No. It's whenever there's a guy in Atlanta, his name is Rodney Ho, and he writes, he covers radio, local radio and TV. And it doesn't matter what the story is, right? The story could be Julie Smith, a local radio personality, discovers a cure for all types of cancer growing on a tree in her backyard. And I promise you the first comment would be, never heard of her. <laughs> or in the second <laughs> comment would be, who listens to radio? <laughs> Every the time. And the third comment is, I thought she got fired, right? <laughs> and the point, the article is talking about how she has a tree that cures cancer. Right. But people just, and it doesn't matter who the radio personality is. It doesn't, there's some people who get it worse than others. Yeah. Right. But uh, no matter what. So I said to Callie, I can't wait for the comments. And the first one came in and it said something like, why is this newsworthy? Or who is this guy? Or nobody cares. It's always along those lines. <laughs> took 23 minutes. That's 20 actually like longer than I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. Back and the be here's the best part about it is a year or two ago, our the Atlanta paper put 90% of their content, 95% of their content behind a paywall. Yeah. So you got to pay a couple bucks a month in order to read the articles. And I, I maybe these people have access to it and and read the articles my guess is most of them don't so they read the headline and they then read the start headline commenting. and you can see the first two lines before it fades out so it says you know former uh Bircho co-host and current podcaster Jeff Dollar with his wife Callie announced the birth of their second daughter coming and then it's like dot 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 yeah and you, you got to pay a two bucks to who cares? Or whatever. No one's Who? liked him since the Bird Show. Right. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the Bird Show. Are they still out of the air? Like, what? No, I'm not even there anymore. <laughs> Jeff Dollar, is he still alive? I thought he died of fat. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> and it's just so, but what? Yeah, she wouldn't have married that guy if it wasn't for the Bird Show. Yes. That's, that's one I always get when the article involves me. Yeah. Oh, man. So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, thank you, Rodney, for the coverage. And, Thank you, uh, guys who... For everyone except for the person that said who cares. <laughs> right. For all, no, I, I'll thank you for the entertainment. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is that they have released the sexiest man alive, um, the people's sexiest man alive. Now, I don't know if anyone else has this issue, but every time they announce the sexiest man alive, I feel like they've already had that person 85 times. Well, because it's a small, isn't it? Isn't it George Clooney, Brad like the Rock, Pitt, Bradley, Pitt. Bradley Cooper, yeah. um, uh, Michael Jordan, or Michael B., what's the actor's name? Um, not Michael Jordan, the basketball player, but the actor. Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. And uh, what, Ellie? Uh, hold my feet. Ellie, Ellie's on the podcast one day, and then she can think she can just walk in the studio and take over. <laughs> uh, um, so who is it? Which one of them is it this year? Well, so it's Patrick Dempsey, to which I immediately thought, hasn't he been the sexiest man alive before? Like, I'm pretty sure he has. But then they said the other front runners, and I, I would have been like... But you can get it more than once. You can, but I always have deja vu with this, and I don't know why. The front runners, if they had now announced any of these... Um, 
front runners, I wouldn't have had the same rea- deja vu reaction. The front runners were Timothy Chalamet, uh, Usher, Jamie Foxx, Lenny Kravitz, and Jason Kelsey. Usher, ja- what? Are we sure think- that this isn't a story from two thousand and one? No. It's from this year. It's People's Sexiest Man Alive for Patrick Dempsey. Aren't his grandkids on Grey's Anatomy now? I you'd think so, but he still looks amazing. I mean, you know, I would say him or like Paul Rudd, the Never Aging Man. Uh, okay, here's your second random thing, Ellie. Come here. Do you want to be a part of the podcast? Because I want to tell you this story. You're not going to believe this. Yeah, come yeah, here. Come this way. Listen, Ellie. Here's the second random thing for yeah. the show. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Do you remember when we went to Walt Disney World? Yeah. And we had to stand in really long lines? Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. There is a problem that has come to light because people are starting to talk about it who work at Disney World. That when people are standing in line yeah. and, and, and the line gets to be too long and they have to go potty, they just poop in the line. They don't even go to the they bathroom. They poop on the ground. Ew. <laughs> Is that gross or what? Because <laughs> they're animals. Yeah, they're horrible, and they shouldn't be doing that. Shame on those people. But of course, Disney has a solution for this behavior. Yeah, there's a trap door, and the pooping violator <laughs> disappears, and nobody ever sees him again. I think that should be what happens. That is what should happen. What actually happens is if you have to go to the bathroom that bad, you could ask a Disney cast member to stand in line for you while you go use the restroom. There's actually, this this story comes from a book called Cleaning the Kingdom, Insider Tales of Keeping Walt's Dreams Spotless. And it's written by a couple of old uh, custodians and yeah. maintenance people. I would read that book. That I would totally read that. I hope they do an audio book because I would listen to that too. And your third random thing for today is that the average parent. Hold on one second, Ellie. We've got one more random thing and then it's all you. Yeah. Um, and your third random thing for today is the average parent calls their own parent twice a week for guidance and one in eight call almost every day of the week to ask parenting advice. For parenting advice? Yeah. Now, I didn't do that with parenting, but I did do that with finances after I graduated college. I think I probably called my parents like once every two days to ask them questions about different financial things that I had no clue what they were. And those are your three random things for today. That's the end of the show. Say bye, Ellie. Bye, Ellie. You are strong, you are brave, you're kind, and you always belong here.